Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. You sound like a freak. It's May 12th, 1996 for this freak. <laughs> no, it's not. It's May... What's the date? <laughs> the 11th, honey. No, I think it's the 10th. No. Yes, you're right. It's, it's May... The, it's yeah. May. T- I got confused. <laughs> it's May 10th, 1996. Happy May 10th, everyone. Happy Mother's Day. So don't forget to wish your mothers a happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. You know what one of the worst things ever, like, uh... There Mother's was a- Day is a movable feast. Did you know that? No. Yep. Okay, what, is, what does that mean? It's It occurs on a different date every year. Like Easter. Easter is a movable feast. It occurs on a different date every year. And Thanksgiving. So always the same. Yes, Correct. Always the same day of the week, but a different date. One year, um, this guy I was dating mm-hmm. did not get his mother anything for Mother's Day. What a piece of shit! And I, I showed think he's a fucking asshole. I showed up. I showed up at the house with a, a Mother's Day card for her. I didn't know that he hadn't done anything, and she started crying. Oh my! And God. I felt so bad. You remembered and he didn't. Yeah. No good. Well, you know. Uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> he's an ex of yours, so that's how I feel. Alrighty. Nobody be an ex of mine, apparently. That's right. I have no exes. Bullshit. Mine are all on a pile like Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come up again. Okay. Trust me. Unless there's a zombie apocalypse. Then we might have a problem. There's an idea for a movie. It's a zombie apocalypse, but it's like this. It's, it's oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Serial killer. Right? Then, uh-huh. then a zombie apocalypse happens. And all his old victims, like, are fucking hunting him down. But zombies don't hunt people down. Zombies but just eat brains. But in this movie, zombies can think. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like thinking zombies. <laughs> I like my zombies slow and dumb. Yeah, yeah like your ex-boyfriends. Um, <laughs> you are the ultimate, like, killjoy. <laughs> like, if anybody wants their ideas or, or, or comedy bits or anything shut down, go to Carol. <laughs> she will absolutely put a knife right in its heart. I will. Like it's a fucking vampire. And I'll smile the whole time. Mm-hmm. You'll act like you're being a friend, but you're not. No, I mean, I'll take <laughs> pleasure in your pain. <laughs> yep. Because that's me. Speaking of taking pleasure in someone's pain, we watched 90210 this week. I was waiting for you to somehow tie that in. Hmm. Interesting way to go. Yeah. So, do you have anything to say this episode or? What the fuck? I've been talking this whole damn time. Let's go. You go. No, you're the one that goes through the plot. <clears throat> and we've freshly seen this episode. So yeah, we be, did. We be, actually watched it today. No problem for you. 
So, um, everybody in college at California University, the fictional university. Right. And it's Greek week. Yep. They're, uh, the girls are first trying to decide what sorority to rush. Apparently, they're just walking around and touring them all in the beginning. Well. Yeah. It's the sorority parade. All the guys are watching the girls walk down the street going from sorority house to sorority house. So uh, they decide to uh, pledge Alpha Omega. Right. A.O. A.O. Rush. Rush Alpha Omega, not pledge. That's uh, that's Tony Danza's favorite uh, for sorority. For sure. For sure. A.O. Oh, wait. We've already met the uh, the keg dudes. Yeah. The keggers. That they're the ones that Steve wants to uh, join. They refer to they refer to it as Animal House again um, once in this episode, and it's like, come on, guys, <laughs> you are not Animal House. Why can't they be Animal House? Because Doug Kenny's not writing this episode. That's why. Oh, uh, okay. Because he's dead. So Steve really wants Brandon to join with him. Brandon wants to do this student government thing where... He wants to be a senator. Yeah, and um, apparently it's like the the Progressive Party, was that it? Yeah, they're called the Progressive Party. They're and like Progresso Soup. People are trying to say that you can't both be in a fraternity and be part of the Progressive Party of the student government. No, it's not just that. Well, they, they're like, that's the politically correct party or whatever. The PC party. Uh-huh. But I, the the implication that I got was that you couldn't be in student government at all and be in the fraternity. Okay. And that was, and they both felt that way. Fraternity guys felt that way and the student government people felt that way. He's, he, he's uh, talking to Steve and then he goes over and talks to his politics people, and they're like, who's that? How do you know them? And he's like, oh, the blonde one. I, it was a buddy of mine in high school. And she goes, high school buddies, huh? Well, you're not in high school anymore, Brandon. Right, yeah, like, it was really fuck? weird. Yeah, they they don't like each other for some reason, yet Brandon wants to be part of both of them. I don't really get it. I know the, like I told you when we were watching the episode, I'm not a fraternity guy. So, I have like, I'm not, I feel I'm pretty neutral. Because I'm not like, oh, go fraternities or anything. Never joined a fraternity. I'm not interested in fraternities. Right. But I guess I see what they're saying with the stereotype of the meat-headed kind of, you know, like, we're misogynistic, we're sexist, we're racist, that that kind of stuff, mm. right? But I don't think that's the reality for most fraternities. Right. I mean, I think there are probably some people that belong to fraternities who are racist and sexist, but that's just the population. There are yeah. some people everywhere who are racist and sexist. I don't think the, I think maybe the organizations used to be a lot more elitist and exclusionary than they are now. For sure. Especially with the, the keg fraternity where they're like, what, what is it? They'll take anyone who can uh, chug a beer or something. That's what they say. Yeah. yeah. So, so they take you. I can chug a beer. That is correct. Yeah. Except, but here's the thing: I don't have a penis. That's right. They only want penises, also. <laughs> so, that's on their crest. Right. We only want penises, also. <laughs> I mean, you can chug a beer. That's great, but you got to be able to pee standing up. It's too. a weird afterthought to put on their crest. 
So, okay. So the episode starts out with the girls, you know, touring the fraternities and getting checked out, like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, While they're at this one that, like, it reminds me of an eight-year-old girl's, like, fantasy sorority. I figured you'd have a lot to say about in this episode about what's going on because you had a lot to say when we were watching it. At one point, they... They cut to a, a sorority, and Carol just goes, puke. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one they decide they want to join. Yeah. That's I'll, so hey annoying. Yo, hey, yo. Ugh. I mean, it's everybody is wearing pink. They were even saying on the way in what their colors were. They're, they're mauve, I think, like rose. Rose and, and buff. Buff, yeah. Buff is beige. Buff oh. is off-white or beige. Okay. Well, uh, Brenda made a... A very hilarious joke saying, oh, I don't look good in buff. I'm sure she doesn't. No one does. Like the buff, I thought she meant. Oh, <laughs> like I naked. didn't get it. Like naked. Maybe maybe that wasn't a joke. Maybe she just was saying that because, like you said, no one looks good. Maybe that's a joke only girls will get because no girl looks good in buff or whatever. Well, rose and buff are warm colors, so you have to be like a summer to pull it off. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I am a na- winter. You have to be named summer. No, it's it's about what looks good on you. You're a spring, right? You were born in spring. No, I'm a winter, which means cool colors look good on me. Oh, so you're saying you're cool? Yeah, I'm so cool. I'm a winter. What am I? I don't know. We haven't done the test. What? What? <laughs> the test? Is this something that is like initiation, right? That every girl has to go through. <laughs> What's involved in the test? Is um, there any battery-powered apparatus involved in the test? Well, you take swatches of material and hold it up to your face and see what looks the best, and then you get an idea. Is it? <laughs> what a scientific test. You see what looks the best, then you get an idea. But you're like, I am fucking winter. It is absolutely 100%. But I just got an idea, you know? <laughs> Silver looks better on me than gold. Okay. <laughs> and like a dark green or a bright green would look better on me than like a soft, mild olivey green, you know. Okay. That's what it means. Awesome. Anyway, <laughs> there are colors. I'd love to know what I am. <laughs> if you had to guess what I am, what would you say? I think you're probably a summer. <laughs> I'd look good in rose and buff. <laughs> well, you have that, um, you know, reddish hue to your skin. I'm so. ruddy. Yes, ruddy. Like so. I've been, like I've been in a sailboat all day. <laughs> so, anyways, they all look like Barbie wannabes. They're all dressed in pink. There's pink everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like you're not. Children, why are you doing this? It's like Pepto Bismol threw up Ugh. all over them. It was, it, yeah, it was terrible. Like, and then why is it the, where they choose? There's flowers everywhere. Well, I mean, for somebody like Kelly or Donna, I think that makes a lot of sense. That's what they would gravitate towards, wouldn't? It? Wouldn't it be? I didn't realize that they were children. Well, they're eight. They're eighteen, and eighteen-year-old girls, like I, they. They are the frilly, girly girls, right? I think Andrea might go somewhere else, maybe, and Brenda probably. Those two, those are the two that seem like they're not into the 
as much of the girly stuff. Yeah. And speaking of Andrea, maybe going somewhere else. So she's this, going to hell for denying her her religion. Well, this RA she's, not, she's going to heaven for standing up for it. Right. This RA dude that mm-hmm. um has been I don't know paying a lot of attention to her, Mister Rosen. Yeah, he says you know you should be checking out the Jewish uh, sororities, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous, and she's of course offended. I didn't realize that there were. Jewish only sororities. Me either. I knew there were some uh, African American sororities that were basically just African American, or at least majority African American, or historically African American. But I didn't realize that there were ones for Jewish people too. Hmm. Doesn't seem like a thing that like I don't know. <laughs> Getting all together in one place is something I think most Jews like to avoid after the Holocaust. Oh, jeez, that's a terrible joke. What I mean, like. I'm not, like, even joking. I'll bet you if we had phones like uh, David and Donna did, that Jew- Jewish people would be calling up being like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> we don't, like, fraternities just don't seem like a, like something Jews would like. I can, I can tell you, based on my uh, stroll through Southfield last night, that's not true. Jews gather all in one place. Wow. <laughs> what about Oak Park? Did you go over there? No, no. But whenever I'm going down um, Southfield and Ten Mile in that area, mm-hmm. like there are Semitic Jews walking around everywhere with like Semitic Jews, huh? Yeah, isn't that what they're called? Wow, Semitic means Jewish. Oh well, what is it you call Orthodox? It? Orthodox. Okay, you know with the hats and and the long side hair. Yeah, the long <laughs> side hair. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, there were dudes walking around, and they have their Bibles. They're all wearing the same outfit, and they're they're all carrying Bibles. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, they must be going to or from temple. It's Friday night, so that's a Jewish holiday, right? Or Jewish? Yeah, every Friday night's a Jewish holiday. (laughs) I'm sorry. I am not trying to be offensive. I just don't know a lot about Jewish Just like every Saturday night's an Irish holiday at every bar, right? Right, yeah, Friday nights and Irish. But I mean, that is why, right? Like, I'm finally. I just put it together. It's the Sabbath. So that's why they're all wearing suits and walking around with their Bible because they're all coming or going from church. Temple, yes, Temple. correct. Okay, they can't, and they don't. A lot the Orthodox, they don't. They don't do any work, and they don't do anything that causes anyone else to work on the Sabbath. Interesting. Therefore, they can't drive a car. They can't. They, there's a bunch of stuff they can't do. Isn't walking more work than driving? No, no. What I'm saying is they can't. There's strict rules. You can walk. But you're, you're walking. You have to be able to go places. I understand, but I mean, like. <laughs> they you're, can't you're, just you're... exist as a gas and, and, and hover in their house. But you're saying that the reason they don't drive a car is to avoid work and I'm saying that walking for other is more work than driving. But not for anyone else. Walking, How are they walk, making work for someone else? An individualistic thing, right? Uh, because the roads have to be there and the gas stations and stuff like that. You know, they can't stop and get gas. They can't. The lights are working, right? So somebody's controlling those. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know all the rules. I'm not Jewish, but. That's, yeah. So they all need to find a temple walking distance from their house. Huh. 
Orthodox, yes. That's got to suck. We're not talking about, you know, all Jewish people, but Orthodox. They look Amish. They do not look Amish. (laughs) I get the, the hat is somewhat similar, and a lot of them have facial hair, but they don't look Amish. How come I don't see any women with them? It's all all men. I don't know, honey. I don't. I don't know. I maybe women aren't allowed to go to temple. I don't know. Any Orthodox Jews out there who happen to listen to this show, if you could let me know what's up There's with no the Orthodox. lack of women no out Orthodox on Friday night. Jews listening to the show. <laughs> don't know. They're all busy having sex with a hole in the sheet. <laughs> that's terrible. That's an Orthodox thing. What? It's a joke. It's not a joke. That's a real Orthodox thing. No, yes, it's it is. not. Somebody, somebody pulled your leg. <laughs> Nobody has sex through a hole in a sheet. This is not a thing. You sound, you're coming off real offensive to any Orthodox <laughs> Jews that might be listening to us right now. Because you're calling their sexual practices ridiculous. So, you, you're, you... You think it's so unbelievable, it's so stupid, that you can't even believe anyone does it, and they do it, so. So you're telling me all sex for Orthodox Jews involves a glory hole? If if you want to call it that, it's a hole in a sheet. They can't touch each other like that. They can only genitals touch. But their penis can touch their vagina. That's okay. But God forbid their hand touch their breast. How else? Exactly. Yes, correct. God (laughs) forbid that. Very literally, according to them, God forbid that. Okay. Let's move on. (laughs) um, I don't want to dig my hole any deeper. You don't want to go through the whole machine? No. You don't want to go through the sexual practices of Muslims now? Anybody else? Is it different? Than what? Than the hole in sheet? Sure. Is it different than like regular sex? Yeah. That we would have? Yes. Why? Are How? We... Tell me. I want to know. So Muslim, Muslim men take an apple and they, you know, do their thing onto the apple. And the woman takes the apple and... Rubs it on her side. That's not true and either. <laughs> You're so full of shit. I'm sure, I think Muslims do it just regular. I don't okay. know, though. Moving on. Yeah, weirdo. So, Andrea. Did you expect this much religious sex talk in your <laughs> 90210 episode? Andrea's Jewish. The RA is Jewish. Yeah, she is. That's right. Andrea is Jewish. Andrea is with the girls. Gabrielle Cartieras is not Jewish. She's she's Greek, Greek, which is funny. But they think like I don't know who thinks. I mean, the RA puts the idea in her mind. Yeah, because he's like, you're going to end up in a Jewish training. She's like, are you saying they're prejudiced? And he goes, let's just say everyone flocks to their own kind, kind of thing. Yeah. So that happens. And then the, like, leader of the sorority, this blonde Barbie the doll. leader of the sorority, vroom, vroom. <laughs> um, like, really befriends her and takes her under her wing. Channeling the Shangri-Las there. But makes a couple comments about her being Jewish. She says, are you, is it okay that there's not, because, like, Andrea says, oh, there's a lot of cute guys or whatever. 
And she says, does it bother you that none of them are Jewish? And immediately she's on guard because of what the RA said. Right. And she's like, no, why would it? Right. And then she talks to him about it and she's like, um... Maybe I'll, he's like, she, he goes, so you don't only date Jewish guys? And he's like, I might, Shima goes, I might now. And he's like, well, that that gets me right in there. Yeah, he, he wants in there for sure. I just cut a hole in the sheet for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So then we find out, because she has worn this um, Star oh, of David, David right. to like their fancy... Party night? It wasn't a party. What was it? I don't know. know. It's something. The blonde lady shows up at her dorm to yell at her, and she's like, how dare you? And what were you (laughs) thinking? And I'm like, just really offensive. And she's like, oh, you don't like Jewish people? And she's like, you fucking child. I am Jewish. And she's like, what? And she goes, I just don't flaunt it. That's why they don't, that's why they don't mind. So. Flaunting your Jewishness. So, yeah, like, at one point she said something about having to check it at the door, like, in this conversation. Mm -hmm. It's no good. Like, she's got issues. And um, Andrea's like, I don't want to be part of your sorority anymore if this is how it's going to be. Take my name off the list. Yeah. Take my lame off Schindler's list. Right. (laughs) Not being a part of this. But it turns out that a Jewish Barbie has to apologize (laughs) to Andrea. Jewish Barbie, the, yeah. the, <laughs> the, the only the only Barbie that talks. What? Oh, you're gonna put me in that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sure that looks fine to you. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> okay, but she has to apologize because none of her sorority sisters had any problem with Andrea or her Star of David, and they want. Yeah, they to be the, part she of took, the sorority. She took the name off the list, and they were, and she was like, "Yeah, no one cared that you were Jewish. They only wanted you. They only cared about you as a person." Yeah, they want you still. And she's like, "I was the one that had the problem." So she's like a self-hating Jew. I had no idea that that was like an issue. You know, I mean, like I've discrimination heard discrimination against Jewish. I people? know there's some discrimination against Jewish people, but like I haven't really experienced much of it in my life. Like. Being we, not Jewish and not being around people who I was gonna are, say, you know, prejudiced to Jews. Yeah, but, we don't. All, we also don't like. We're not in an area that's heavily Jewish either. No, because we don't live in Southfield um, <laughs> or Oak Park, right? So or yeah, New York City. But I mean, like, I know there's discrimination, but I didn't realize that it was like so bad that it would cause a a person to hate themselves, well, and that sucks. Have you ever heard somebody say, like? You know, they're trying to get a deal on something. Oh, I'm going to Jew them down to 40 bucks or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I've heard, I've heard people say On that. TV or in movies, not in real life. I've heard people say it in real life. No. And we had a teacher named Mr. Eidelman, who, you know, was Jewish. Obviously. And one of the students uh, said that in the classroom, and he kind of snapped his head over, and he goes, say what? That's how, <laughs> that's how Mr. Eidelman talked. You know? Like, say what? And then he, like, really lectured him about this and everything. Uh, But, yeah, I think that's one of those casual racism things that Jewish people have to deal with that other people don't. It sucks. Yeah, for sure. So... Like, if there's... I don't understand why people hate Jews so much. Me either. They're supposed to be God's chosen people. Look at all of history. 
Like, they've been enslaved by almost every major civilization. They built the pyramids under slavery. They finally get out. They disseminate through Europe. Uh, someone rounds up as many of them as possible and tries to completely exterminate their their uh, heritage or their nationality or whatever, you know. And uh, they still get discrimination now. Yeah. Sucks. It's ridiculous. No one has suffered more than the Jewish people, I don't think. I, I don't think black people, I mean, this is going to be controversial, I'm sure. But I don't, uh, black people and Native Americans, those are the two groups that have uh, a chance of competing with the Jews as far as, as far as how much suffering their people have gone through. But I don't, not to minimize slavery or the genocide and stealing of their land at all, um, for the for those other two groups, maybe maybe even Native Americans more than African Americans. I don't know. It's tough because they because genocide and and stealing all that they own. Um. Okay. I, I gotta stop you, babe. Why? I mean, the Jewish people have suffered longer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I don't think that. Any population suffers worse than the Native Americans. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Na- I'm I'm saying Native Americans more like probably have suffered more than Black people because and they maybe Jewish people too. Yeah. Like you said, I mean they basically. I mean we as a country basically exterminated their race. I mean there's like only uh, such a small population, yeah. and 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 they're and all, all different lands. different <laughs> tribes right. that are tiny. So it's not even like one. Yeah, it's not one people. Right? Yeah. So no, I mean, like, I, I, I think they got the worst, but I mean, they were the brave ones that came over from Asia, from China and Japan and stuff. The Native Americans. That's how they got here. Okay. Like thousands of years ago, when the when the ice uh, froze and the land bridge between Asia and this continent, that's when they they migrated here, and because they they've done studies on their bone structure and stuff like that, and they're like, yeah, they're they're Asian. I mean, they're, they're not Asian, obviously, but that's their ancestry. That's where they came from. Okay. That's how they got here. Whereas our ancestry would be European, and we got here because yeah. of the, uh, you know, ships. Well, all of our all of ours are African, I guess. If you go, if you go back far enough, everyone's ancestry is African. Oh, well, yeah. Because it, apparently it seems as if all life started in Africa. Wow. Okay. So... We need to uh, move on a little bit with this episode. More nine zero two one zero instead of holy shit! <laughs> what? Just we've gotten off on so many. Tangents. I know. Okay, so we're not sure what Andre is going to do. We're not sure if she she said take my name off the list, but then you know it turns out they actually do want her in the sorority. So that's true. We don't. We, it doesn't get resolved. Yeah. The, the self hating Jew. Uh, she apologizes, and it appears as if Andre is going to want to join again but we don't know and then we've got brenda who goes to they they have a 70s party for for the fraternity sorority night and uh brenda's there and she she is having a rough she's having a rough time i mean like first in minnesota she felt like she didn't fit in didn't belong now she's worried about wanting to keep her friends and fit in with her friends. Are they getting ready? Are they getting ready to get rid of her? I hope not, because she seems like she's very on the on the 
periphery of things. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. We'll have to see. I mean, we know she's still there at the end of the season, but... Correct. But, yeah, so she's not having any fun at the party. She leaves early. She runs into Dylan at the Peach Pit, of course. Because Dylan didn't want to go to the party. Yeah. They're birds of a feather, again. Yeah, they really should be together. I mean, like, they they get along better. They're more similar people. His relationship with Kelly is non-existent. Yeah. They like to fuck. That's it. And speaking of Kelly... Kelly, yeah. huh? oh sorry. I'm just there are people that there are people that argue about who's a better couple, Brandon and or sorry, Brandon, Dylan and Kelly or Dylan and Brenda, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't even think it's like, it's not even close, right? How could anyone think Dylan and Kelly? I don't know. I mean, when him and Brenda started to go bad, there was a lot of unhappiness. Sure. And he seemed happier at first with Kelly, but that was just because of the release of the tension of all that was wrong in their relationship. And Kelly's vagina. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think that means that he's better with Kelly. It just means he needed a break. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Yeah, they're hanging out, they're talking, and Kelly is talking to this guy, Steve something. Not Steve. Steve Legend? What the fuck was his name? John Legend? John Sears. John Sears. That's right. That's Yeah, John Sears, heir to the Sears fortune. (laughs) He's got all the the tractors and the power equipment. Sure. He's he's got this. And then the softer side of Sears as well. So apparently they slept together when she was in ninth grade. Yeah, he's showing the softer side of Sears. He's being now. very nice now, <laughs> but he spent like a year like running around telling everybody about how they had sex and stuff. So, the, and I guess he was a piece of shit to her and stuff like yeah. that. We didn't see it because it was ninth grade. So um, he apologizes and he's like, "I'm not like that anymore." And I've he, changed. He spends the whole night like flirting with her, mm-hmm. and. Uh, then she's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Like, she waits till the end of the fucking night to be like, oh, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, well, maybe I can still call you sometime. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't think that's a good idea. And she walks away and he, like, he just looks, like, you know, at her as she walks away. And he's like, maybe I'm still gonna. Right? <laughs> she's like, okay, buddy. Yeah, he, he definitely has his sights set on her. Mm-hmm. And then when Dylan is done uh, hanging out with Brenda, he shows up at his house and Kelly is on the porch. Kelly's like, I missed you. He's like, all right, let's go have sex. Yeah, he's like, I missed you too. I was like, neither one of you missed the other one. No. You both had great nights without each other and now you're going to end it with sex. She said, I didn't have anyone to go home with, so I came here. That's what she said, yeah. And then she said at one point, she said to him, uh, why can't you be more like everyone else? Like, this is yeah. not a good relationship. He's like, do you, would you really want that? And she goes, no. But obviously, yes. Yeah, of course she would. She wants a date to the party. Kelly dude. wants, and I don't even know if she's going to be happy with Brandon. Yeah, Brandon's kind of a stick in the mud, too. Because he's not going to dance. He'll go to the parties, but he's not going to dance. Yeah, whatever. I mean, she's wanted Brandon since the minute she met him, though. You can dance, every <laughs> dance. So Brandon's getting all this pressure from both sides about the sorority and the student government thing. Then the student government says they are after the sorority. Yeah. They, well, yeah, go ahead. No, you. I was just going to say, and 
There's a whole bunch of other things. They they have this meeting where they're trying to lock down what the because they say, okay, Brandon, we want you to be our candidate. We're going to run you. We're going to try to get you elected. And they have this meeting where they go through their their platform. They go through all the things that they want to do. And on pretty much every every issue, Brandon's like he's fighting back on them. Mm-hmm. And the woman that's in charge of the party, like the chairman of the party, the progressive party, is getting very angry. And she's like, you're holding us up on every single thing. And he's, you know, they're like, talking, they're talking about the Greeks. And he's like, how can this be a, a, a huge issue? The library closes early four days a week. Um, like, people don't have enough food or whatever. Like, he listed off a bunch of different issues. Right. Oh, oh people that... The, didn't get classes that they wanted and stuff like that. They got shut out of different different things. He was saying, you know, there's so many more issues. I don't I can't imagine that bashing fellow students is part of our issue. And they're just fighting back and forth until Brandon finally goes he stands up and he's like, Well, I can't I can't run on this platform. Yeah. So find yourself somebody else. And then he leaves. And so then he tells uh Steve mm-hmm. and the other Greeks, the other guys, yeah. And they're super grateful, and they, they seem super nice. Yeah, very nice guys, and they really want him to join. But he's like, I don't think this is my thing. Why, Brandon? Like, what the fuck, dude? So, so he doesn't have anything. Some he's people, not. Yeah, that's true. He's not doing the government. He's not doing the sorority. He's not on the newspaper. He's I don't not think doing either. the sorority or he's, fraternity. He's busting into the sorority, doing every girl in the sorority. Right, right. That's what Brandon's got going on. Is he doing the yearbook or whatever the journalism class? The, I mean, the, the paper, the paper. <laughs> Holy shit! He's on the powder puff football team. Carol. No, I don't think he's doing anything. Yeah, so like, I mean, granted, he's a freshman; he has time, but it seems like he's him and Brenda and Dylan are all like mm-hmm. way far out. Yeah, and then Kelly and Donna and David are way far in, and Steve. Yeah. They say they say to him, "You'll be an honorary member, and you can't turn that down, buddy." And then they yeah. clap him on the back. So say, he'll be hanging out with them. They basically said, "We're we're not going to forget what you did for us." So, oh, and speaking of Donna and David, they have that middle of the night, two a.m. to six a.m. show, and they get super frustrated because they feel like they don't have any audience because no one's calling in except for their friends. And they don't get a whole lot of feedback. <laughs> don't know what that's. Yeah, no, no, no idea what that feels like to not hear from uh, your listeners. Nope. <laughs> Sit there staring at the phone, waiting for it to ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they they're getting very frustrated with each other, and they're breaking down on the air. Yeah, in it's a, in not a, good. Com- incredibly unprofessional manner. Well, and they're exhausted. Like, every time they're not on air, they're, like, falling asleep, and it's not nice. So Donna calls out David for pawing at her when she was tired. Mm-hmm. And she's like... Which is always. Yeah, he's a dog. Which, whatever, she was trying to be cute and funny, and, and then she puts on a song, and she's like, wasn't that a cute bit? And he's like, yeah, real cute. Yeah, he's a little too sensitive. I'm just doing a bit on the radio. And then his friends barked at him, so then he was really mad at her. <laughs> yeah. She's like, nobody's listening anyways, like, except our closest friends. Yeah, worst thing in the world, to have some people bark at you. Right. Like, who, like does he really think Steve's going to judge him for being a dog? 
Steve's a fucking pond scum. Right? So she brings in a dog to the studio and yeah. is doing a comparison. <laughs> On an auditory medium, she brings a dog in for this bit. She could have done it without a dog. For sure. <laughs> she could have just, theater of the mind, she could have just pretended there was a dog there. But uh, apparently that's what it took because everybody starts calling in with their opinions about... Ladies, do you ever feel like your dog loves you more than your mm-hmm. man? Let us hear from you. And the whole phone lines light up. All the ladies are like, fuck yes, my dog loves me more than my man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dogs are pretty cool. <laughs> really? You think your dog loves me, loves you more than uh, I do? Um, No, but I'd say it's a real close tie. Wow. A close tie. <laughs> As opposed to one of those really distant ties. <laughs> I don't think you know the, the definition of the word tie. <laughs> I, I think she loves me a lot. She certainly doesn't judge you when you yawn into the microphone every time. Right? But I know. I mean, I love you and you love me as much as dogs. (laughs) That'll be in her vows. (laughs) I love you as much as dogs. There you go. Anyway, I guess that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all that happened, right? Yeah, I mean, we didn't really get any closure on any of the sorority fraternity stuff yet. Would you like to offend the Asian community? We haven't done that. I wish I could, but there's no Asians <laughs> in there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's no Asians in Beverly Hills. Apparently. there's Because, you know, consumer electronics don't make a lot of money. <laughs> I guess, I don't know, all the Asian rich people live in San Francisco, right? That's what I hear. Yeah. (laughs) Follow the money that way. And you'll get all the sushi you want. Oh, sushi. I want sushi. Yeah, that sounds good right now. Let's go have some sushi. You know what else sounds good? Telling the people what you tell them. Write us, please. Make our phone lines light up. Latefee1994 at Mm AOL.com. Or go to retrolatefee.com. And leave us a uh, message there. You can do that, too. Yeah. And tell your friends. Yep. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.